Hello and welcome to the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your host, Gary, and it's anime time. I'm so excited. I'm here with my awesome co-hosts, Ben and Alfonso. Alfonso, how are you? I'm, I'm well, for the most part. A little annoyed with uh, uh, a specific family member of yours. But of I don't mine. want to go into that. I don't know. Of mine? Of mine. No, of mine. <laughs> of mine. But I don't want to go into that just yet because this must be a long rant. So let's just introduce the other, uh, other co-worker or the co-member first before I get into that. All right. Well, Ben, say hello. I'm here. Hello. How has Ben been? Not bad, thank you. How about you? Oh, you know, just hanging out, living the dream, watching anime sometimes here and there. Still, I haven't continued on One Piece. This hiatus from One Piece has been really good for me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's really hard when you watch over 500 episodes of something nonstop every single day and not have it mentally destroy you. So it has helped to not watch it. Um, That's good. But I must say, I'm also sad that it took almost 500 episodes for the show to finally get good. Uh, at least in my point of view, um, and from what a lot of people say, um, it's around where I'm at now, where um, Ace is about to be executed, where the show really finds its footing. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about yeah. that part. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what a lot of people say. Like that's kind of where most, like even talking with Chris, sometimes he's like, that's where everybody should start. Just start at that story arc. <laughs> I just forget everything else before that. So, yeah. Uh, so that that's still on hiatus for me. I'll, I'll probably get back to it soon. Ugh. But yeah, there's some news. Shall we talk about some news? Yeah. Quick second. Um, yep. The big news uh, coming out of a massive uh, AT&T and Time Warner uh, shakeups in the head offices there. A lot of people leaving, a lot of cuts, a lot of people being laid off, unfortunately. Um, but most of these layoffs are coming at the top. So senior members of Warner Brothers and AT&T, which is, in my opinion, the better thing to do than to let go of some smaller end employees just trying to survive. Um, but during all this, it's been reported that Sony is very interested in buying Crunchyroll, which is owned by AT&T and Warner Brothers. Um, but it's, it's it comes with a hefty price tag, which I'm actually more surprised than I probably should be. Um, well, no, let me rephrase that. I'm surprised that it's actually worth as much because I would assume it'd be worth a lot more. Um, but AT&T has offered to sell Crunchyroll to Sony for an estimated 1.5 billion US dollars. That's a lot. It is. Alfonso, tell me, why do you think this is a lot for Crunchyroll and should Sony give into this? Ah. <laughs> this 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 is this might work in Sony's favor. In cut in terms of their lacking because you know they don't have you no more they 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 cut that and they don't really have a lot of movies 
And I kind of see them, if they do go by Crunchyroll, and they know a lot of people love anime, I could kind of see them bundling this with Now and Plus to help spike their, their you know, PS user rating. That could work for them. Will I see them doing it? No, it's a possibility, but it's an option. It's an option. So you think this is something Sony can can turn around? Yeah, because I think, I think they'll be buying it at a loss. In all honesty, Why I feel like, I, I feel they can make it back. Yeah, I mean, Crunchyroll is essentially the number one anime streaming service out there. It's obviously the most known. Yeah. Um, but it's also known as the sub anime streaming service. Um, and a lot of people are now moving to Funimation mostly for their dubbed animes. Um, yeah, Crunchyroll has dubbed animes, but for the most part, they get the new stuff before it's even dubbed. So you'll be watching it on there and waiting for the dub for probably a year. But yeah, Crunchyroll. Ben, what about you? What are your thoughts on $1.5 billion? Is Crunchyroll worth that? As someone who lives in the UK, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up, see, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, so I know how limited anime was here. I mean, take into consideration, um, oh, so much winter now, I don't know why. Take into consideration that the, um, you know, Dragon Ball, you've heard a little anime, right? Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, you've heard of those little animes? Mm -hmm. Technically, yeah, we until yeah. mid-2000, we didn't get a, leg a, a legal home video version of Dragon Ball. Until like 2003, I think it was, that was when we finally got a DVD version of the show. Before then, we never actually had a way to purchase Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball GT legally. So... As someone who grew up knowing stuff like that, having Crunchyroll being bought out for that amount of money just means that it's doing well when I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> please, please support the official release. As they yeah, say. Uh, so let me put this price tag a little bit in perspective here. Um, Sony owns a majority stake in Funimation. So they already have a streaming service that's essentially owned by them. Um, they spent uh, $143 million in 2017 for that majority stake. So when you compare the two prices there, that's a massive, massive difference. Um, but they, they technically already own Funimation. So why go after Crunchyroll now? Um, in, my, in my point of view, this is something where Sony, they don't fully own Funimation, but they have enough control of it where they can say, listen, we want a lot of the new animes that Crunchyroll is getting before we do. Um, why not just go after those animes and secure those deals uh, before Crunchyroll does and just kind of undermine them? Um, it's a very interesting move for me, uh, at least. Um, so yeah, Crunchyroll, um, as of 
July 28th surpassed 3 million subscribers and 70 million registered users. So around 3 million people watch an anime on Crunchyroll. So that's a huge number. And I can see why Sony would want that number. But I also feel like 1.5 billion is a number that AT&T is throwing out there because they want as much money as they can feasibly. I think that's the highest point they they had and i feel like they want sony to negotiate a price that's that's kind of like the price that a dealer throws out to you at a pawn shop is like i'll give it to you for 70 dollars and then you talk them down um that's what i feel out so yeah crunchyroll at&t is willing to sell it for 1.5 billion dollars not sure how big of an investment that would be for Sony since they kind of already have Funimation and what would be the point of having two different streaming services at that point? Merging them into one. Funny roll. I don't know. Funny roll. <laughs> <laughs> Crunchy-mation. Crunchy- Crunchy-mation, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I want that to be a snack. I know we've already got Crunchy- sound bites, the snack-based oh, yeah. podcast, but I want Crunchy-nation. You should just rename <laughs> it to Crunchy-nation. <laughs> Uh, that's amazing crunchy nation <laughs> you know it's good. Um, i'm probably gonna name that this episode you're gonna name it crunchy nation fantastic i'm okay with that <laughs> i am too <laughs> um really quickly uh the promise neverland anime is coming to netflix stream uh subbed and dubbed on september 1st so if you want to rewatch that in English this time and dubbed, you can because it's coming to Netflix on September 1st. And we just recently got our first teaser trailer for the live action series, which I believe is coming to Amazon. Um, I showed my co-hosts, co-hosts the teaser trailer. Looks interesting. We didn't see the demons or anything like that. Um, but uh, yeah, that's coming. It's a great anime. It truly is. And I'm still looking forward to season two because that cliffhanger, that was, that was some cliffhanger. So, yeah, uh, until then, yeah, I will rewatch when it comes on Netflix. I will rewatch again. And whenever the TV adaption comes out, I'll watch that too. Uh, or you can read it if you want to. <laughs> that too, yeah. Only if you want to. But yeah, Alfonso, you hate somebody in your own family. Like, <laughs> you said that you might physically hurt them if it came to it. Tell uh, us. Uh, okay, first of all, let's What let's, happened? Let's, let's, let's it has clarify. to do with anime. Let's just clarify. <laughs> I don't hate, though. I, just, they, I hate their views. So, Ben, I was telling Gary before we started that my sister never finished Dragon Ball Z completely. There was a time that they, she saw Kai I mean, on Nicktoons. Should we tell and... him that Tim has never finished it? Oh, he finished it finally. Well, he finally finished it, but he never finished it at one point. Yeah, I know. So still, don't so don't feel too angry about your sister because Tim refused to watch the Boo Up saga for the longest time. So no, 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 no. It's not. It's not about <laughs> finishing. It's about her thoughts of in the whole series entirely. So. 
you know, the Z, the, you know, DVD Kai, it only stopped at Cell. And she's like, oh, I want to watch Boo. And she's been online. And she hasn't seen the full episode. And I told her I have, you know, the DVD set that Shannon bought me. But if you don't watch it, you need to watch it entirely because, you know, the original soundtrack and the original dialogue. So she finished watch it. And we have this debate. And I, and I asked her, you know, you got to tell me entirely what's your thoughts. That you've seen it fully with the original dialogue and all that. She didn't really care for the Saiyan Saga because she felt it was boring. She, so she, she scratched Saiyan Saga. She don't care for Saiyan Saga. Her favorite saga is the Frieza Saga just because of Goku and, and Frieza and how long the battle was. When it comes to Cell, okay, Cell Saga, she only loves the Cell, she only loves Cell's first form because of how sneaky and creepy and the, the, the sound that he, you know, when he, when he appears and the, the music that he gets, that's all his form that she loves. But him as a character design, copying the Z Fire's abilities, he hates. He doesn't love it. Which goes into how she loves Boo as her favorite villain. Not only because he wipes out all the people on Earth, but he's the first villain to actually show the Earth. So that gets into this battle where it's like, how can you hate Cell when Boo was the first to actually do this whole thing? He technically he is the first to do this whole absorption people. And she said, Yeah, you're right, but this dickhead, and she called Dr. Jorah dickhead, gathers like a little pervert, not like a yeah, pervert, pervert to go around and watch people's abilities create the ultimate warrior. That's cheating. At least Boo did it on his own, like, his own free will. He didn't have to. He just chose to. This one actually willingly went to do it. And we, yeah, it was a, a whole big battle for, like, an hour and a half with this whole nonsense. I was like, we're going to get back to that. I tried to say, so what's your favorite fight? Our favorite fight is self, um, 17 versus Piccolo. Which I came to find out that her favorite characters of all is just Namek's. She loved the Namekians, all of them, all the way back from Dragon Ball, which is her favorite out the whole series because of how Goku, how Goku is and Demon King, Demon King Piccolo, or how he was. So yeah, that was that. And this that like I said, that conversation was like a couple of days ago. It lasted close to two hours, and I'm I'm mad that she just doesn't like Cell at all. Oh, plus she hates Trunks because she's like you, Gary. She says Trunks is useless, and she hates Gohan because Gohan got Goku killed. So yeah, that 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 was her rant to tell me, let me tell y'all about what she felt. About. So essentially, you just talked to me. And <laughs> no, <laughs> sounds like it was me, female Chili, or like. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Cell because he copied abilities. I like the first form Cell over the perfect Cell. Boo is my favorite character. I prefer the Namek Saga over the Saiyan Saga. It's basically me. Uh, Hello. And, Hello. And Piccolo <laughs> versus 17 is the best fight of the whole franchise. It damn right is. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you telling me? I have siblings that I never knew I had? Hello, it's welcome, me. Man. Hello. <laughs> no wonder we're such good friends. We're family. Matt Daddy G, Matt Daddy Justice here. <laughs> uh, yeah, no I, wonder we're so close. We're already family. 
And what does she think of the Mac Daddy? She 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 likes him, and then she doesn't. She because she feels he's he's not serious. I mean, yeah, she knows that he's a kid, but he 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 runs his mouth too much. That's the problem that that he has with with Golden, that he runs his mouth too much and that he doesn't get the job done, and that's why he had his problem. Well, I said that's typical Dragon Ball. That's how they we got all these episodes because. <laughs> Because of stuff like that, but yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Don't get me wrong, she loves the name. Like, I was like, God damn it, you're another Gary, but yeah, she, she <laughs> loves the name. She gives him that, she gives him that. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad she was able to marathon all of that. That's a lot of yeah. Dragon Ball. <laughs> I'm surprised she did that's, so too. That's about 500 episodes of One Piece that I went through. Oh. <laughs> and she and she sat through Kai, which is amazing. Yeah, I, <laughs> I never, I never thought she would do that. Um, uh, just uh, interesting for me. Uh, what did she think the super? She she felt it was a downgrade from Z. Fair enough. She she enjoyed it, you know, in terms of all these different mm. universes and stuff like that. But she felt it was a downgrade with Z because of you know, the, there wasn't a lot of blood and all that, like all the stuff that we got from Z, we didn't get from Super. D. So she yeah, she felt it was a downgrade. So, but the thing what? is, well, that to be fair, for Su- as much as I'd say that, but that's just a legal reason. They can't. It's laws have changed since ninety, you know, the eighties and nineties. He can't show as much yeah. as he could back then. I, I mean, know, I'm sure they would love just... to show blood in Super if they could, but then they'd have to change the day of time, you know, the time of day that they actually air it. Yeah. Remember, yeah, dude, it I... might be on streaming for us, but in Japan, it's still on TV. Yeah, I didn't get enough PP in, in Super <laughs> at all from Kid Gohan and Kid Goku. <laughs> I can't. You get to see no, some bomber no, no, nipples in the manga. No, I don't have a giant flapping from Goku. I was wondering where the balls are. Oh, God. <laughs> I still yeah, remember when I bought the original Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball manga. Mm-hmm. I bought the original Dragon Ball manga, and I was, you know, yeah, I got to the part where I go, you know, they, they stop in the house for the first time. Not the first time, but one of the, yeah, the times just after they meet Yamcha. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the only time Yamcha wins a fight is against Heat. Deprived, you know, he he cooked, starved Goku. The only time Yamcha wins a fight, um, yeah. And Bulma's in the shower, and in the TV show, just like quickly passes by her. But in the manga, it's just like full nudity, nipples included. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this in my mangas, <laughs> in my Dragon no. Balls. No, no, not a fourteen-year-old girl. That's for sure. Sixteen. <laughs> Is it she sixteen? I thought no. Yeah, I thought she was fourteen. To Google. To Google. She was sixteen at around um sixteen. Yeah. Oh, interesting. No, never mind. She starts at sixteen. Yeah, she starts at sixteen, and then she's nineteen uh, for TN. Oh. Yeah. Then Piccolo Junior. She's twenty-two. So. Oh my God! Almost. Way older than anybody thought. Yeah. 
sure it was good for her age and super, I gotta say. <laughs> That's because she wishes, she goes and quits the Dragon Balls to wish her age down. We know this from the arc with Frieza. I don't think she wishes her age down. I think she just wishes to look a year younger. Yeah, but she? yeah. That's what I mean. Now. She doesn't <laughs> wish to actually be younger, but she wishes to look younger. That's cheating, so. man. <laughs> but not too young because they don't. She doesn't want people to think she's getting surgery. Which I don't think anyone would question, being the fact that she is the richest person in the yeah, world. Exactly. Thank you. It's not like she's getting surgery, and everyone's like, "I guess she got." She claimed that the government because she can't afford it. Or she can just <laughs> wish herself young again, and be like, "Hi, I'm Bulma Junior." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh God! Hundred years later, Bulma Junior, Junior. Yeah, I'm still the same Bulma. Hey, all those uh, people I'm... will be dead by then, so nobody will recognize her, except for Vegeta and Goku. True. Uh but alrighty. Thanks for sharing that, Alfonso. Yeah. Your sister is very smart, and she knows what's up. Oh, Tell her I think she's good. My... I'm not a person on my list. That you should you should learn some stuff, man. Learn some stuff, okay. <laughs> Trying to help out. Tara, I said hello. Well, Good choices. Yeah. Shall we then move on to Alfonso's anime pick? Uh, before we do that, can I just bring up one thing? Of course. Of course. You um, there is a certain streaming site. That's not legal. Well, I guess we could talk about it now because it's not around anymore. Uh, but we've talked about legal services, and please go, to, you know, pay if you pay your money to access your anime legally, such as um, Crunchyroll, Funimation, um, Verve. I think has all the different types of legal anime. Anime, but of course, sometimes as much as you want to do it, there is sometimes where you have to go into the shady parts of the internet, which. I hate doing. I've done it before. I'll admit that I have to do it because if I want to watch certain animes, some animes aren't legally allowed here. Whether just because of yeah, nobody's purchased the rights or something like that's happened. Um, but there was a site that was used by a lot of people. Which please, you know, as I said, please use the legal response, legal sites. Please do not use anything illegal. Something called Kiss Anime, and Kiss Anime has been shut down officially. So if you ever used Kiss Anime, then the site is now down. So, including Kiss Manga, which again, uh, if you are a fan of manga, I've never, I've never seen their website. I've never looked at it. Um, but if you're into the Shonen Jump stuff, please go check out Viz. Uh, Viz is a completely legal and free way to read all your newest mangas, um, and it's like a dollar or two if you want to read all the old issues as well. And I'm not talking about each. I'm talking about it's two dollars a month. That two dollars a month will give you access to all of their manga. So really, it's in, it, it's cheaper than a sandwich. So please, if you do like your official manga, go check out that. But for those that did use Kiss Anime or Kiss Manga, then I'm sorry, but the site has been shut down. Is but there is plenty of legal ways. Is that two dollars just for that specific manga, or no? For all the manga? Every manga on Viz. Oh damn! Yeah, every manga is accessible for the two dollars a month. Sony, there's your investment. <laughs> Not Crunchyroll. <laughs> uh, I think it's two dollars. It might even be cheaper than that. Uh, you, I think there's a limit on how much you can read a month, but it's like 
um, quite a high amount. Um, well, alrighty then. Thank you for that, Ben. No problem. Another. That is a terrible name for anime, but it also makes sense once you finish it. <laughs> yes. That was the anime that Alfonso recommended to us. It, it is a supernatural anime about this class called Class C, I believe it is, right? 3A. 3A, my bad. 3A where the class is supposedly haunted and people die in that class for mm -hmm. unknown reasons. They just die. We learn why they die later on. Um, and, you know, I actually really like this anime up until the last two episodes. And I will explain that when we get to that point. Uh, sorry, just one thing to add about the Viz thing. I just found, I just found out the details. Um, you're allowed to read up to 100 chapters per day. Okay, if you're reading more than 100 chapters a day, then get outside. And <laughs> <laughs> voice. So, yeah, for $2 a month, you're allowed to read 100 chapters a day. That's a lot. So, yeah. Yes. So, yes. Another. Alfonso, this was your choice. Why don't you uh, tell us why you picked this anime? Um... Like I mentioned last week, when I was picking it, I picked it because of work, super tired, haven't really been watching anime. I came across it on a top list on something on YouTube, and they said it was one of the darkest horror animes out there. I, you know, breezed through the little synopsis they had. I said, it sounds interesting. I started watching it. I liked it. This was my pick. Before I get into it, people should know that they said this anime is based on a true story. I trying to find a story, like information on the story, I couldn't find anything. What I do know that it's based on a novel, which was based on a magna, which is based on this anime, which is based on TV adaptation. So... Oh, yeah, yeah, so hold on. It was a TV show first, then it became no, an anime. There was a novel first. Then it, then it got turned to a magna. Then it okay. got turned to the anime. Then it got. Then it made an OVA, and then it became the TV adaptation. Okay. So with that being said, I just want to throw this out. Um, there's twelve episodes, and this is how I see it. I see it as three parts. The first part, with it being mysterious, with the creepy music, and we don't know what the hell is going on. Then the second part is where they kind of get the information on what's going on and how to fix it. And then the last part, like Gary, is just a whole massacre that made no sense and was pointless. All that, mm -hmm. all the, all the tension and the buildup from the previous, the, the beginning of the episodes was just wasted. So that's that. People also need to know that. This is the only class in this big-ass school. This is the only class in this big-ass school. A majority of these kids in this class. There's, no there's other classes. They just never yeah, show them. They, they, they talk about me. Oh, we used to be part of these classes. but so that's, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, there's other classes, but I think it would have been so much better if they would have introduced other classes so it would have been like a more 
deeper search than just focusing on one class. Yeah. And the problem I have with this this damn class, these kids, and that most of them have some type of health problems. I'm like, what the f- is that? <laughs> but before we get into anything, let's talk about the intro. What do you guys thought about the intro when you first saw it? Free people, I love it. It's I, I really <laughs> like the music was catchy. <laughs> yeah, it was about it just kept showing random ass dolls, which they continuously yeah. did throughout the episode of the show where like they're talking and a randomly a picture of a doll will pop up and I'll go back to the show. I was like, what the fuck is the point of that? Stop that. That's the subliminal message shit they're trying to do. <laughs> which which I thought it had some part to do with the damn enemy and they don't. Well, kind of, but it doesn't really focus on the doll. So Well the doll the story... is a representation of the store, I'm guessing. Yeah, that yeah. store. So it's it's been a while since I've seen it, but what I remember correctly, it started they started off with twenty six years ago with this girl named Masaki who recently died and people noticed that she died, but then a student said, oh, she didn't die, she's still alive. And then people wanted to start to believe that she is alive, so they gave her a table and an empty desk. And I don't remember, was that the end of her story as of right now? So it was very confusing. Yeah, it was. What it was was 26 years ago, a student had passed away. Yes. And it was everybody's favorite student. Um, yeah, she was very popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They couldn't believe that the student died. So eventually one of the people in the class said that she's not dead, she's right there. Just so they don't think of her as being dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually people start playing to it uh, to help yeah. with the grief and stuff. So they put a table for her there. Um, and they treated her like she was still part of the class. They even took a graduation photo and wanted her a part of it. And that's kind of where it all started to go a little crazy. Uh, they took the graduation photo. And in the graduation photo, they see that person there. And that's where it kind of scared the shit out of her. Um, and yeah. from there, they pretty much essentially created a curse. Where... Yeah. We learned in this curse uh, later on that there has to be a certain amount of people in the class. Um, if there's more people in the class, then there's supposed they have to, be, to ignore them, including the the ghost. Then people will start dying. Um, yes. I think it's like twenty four people in the class, um, including the ghost, but they don't know that. The ghost is one of the, well, they know. So essentially what it is, is when they get the class roster, there is 25 people on the class roster. And one of them isn't supposed to be there. One of them is essentially the ghost. But they can't tell who it is because essentially the the, the ghost doesn't know that they're a ghost. Yeah. So the way the ghost has like a physical to, process, a physical body sort of thing as well. A whole body, a whole backstory, a whole life. So they can't tell. Um, and when they try to go back and look at the roster of like, okay, who isn't supposed to be part of the class? The whole roster is completely different. And 
everybody who was in that class loses their memory. So they don't remember half of the people. Um, so they decide that they will mm -hmm. randomly pick someone to ignore to stop the comedy that they, as they say it, to stop the, the, the killing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. to me, that it, it, it didn't even work. It didn't work. Which I have problems, but we'll get into that. So it the, the story starts off with this this guy. I I can't say I can't remember his name. Cabo Cabo his last name Cabo Bar or something like that, which was supposed to start school, but he started late because he also has problems. I think he has problems with his heart. Yeah, he also has yeah. problems with his heart. So um, he's in the hospital, and then you have his classmate come and give him his work to catch up, and. You can see from their face already that they already just look off, like they look worried. And I think it jumps forward that he got better and he goes to the, he looks he gets in the classroom and he's looking around after he introduced himself and he sees this girl with his eye patch. And the way the way it's showing is that he's the only one that can notice her and no one else can see her. And from there I was like, okay, what it I thought from the beginning that she was the extra person. And it, it, it comes to, it, we come to find out that they chose to ignore her for that reason. They, they picked her to ignore her so they could stop the killing. And, you know, eventually he went back to the hospital because he got sick and he meets her in the elevator. And he asked her her name, and you know he tells her her name is May. And this this is where I feel the story was going good because you had she popped out of nowhere. You had the creepy music. The halls are all dark. She carrying this bunny. She walking all slow. All right, this is getting good. And where where it goes from there? Cause like I said, I, I don't really remember most of this story. Yeah. So what happens is people start to die. Because he is starting to talk to her. So he's noticing yeah, he her. Start, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, the rest of the class is being stupid. And instead of telling him what's going on, they decide to wait it out for a month before they tell him. Um, so it doesn't work. So people start to die. So eventually they decide that they're going to pretend he doesn't exist either to try to fix it. Um, so now there's two people that essentially don't exist in the class. Well, that doesn't work either. People continue to die. Um, and it seems to only happen every time that they mention Misaki. Like the moment they start talking about someone named Misaki, something happens to them. Yeah. Um, you know, the kid has a heart attack. The moment he mentions her name, yeah, he had a heart condition, but it's just a convenient way to kill somebody. Um, then there's a part where it's so it's either they die or somebody in their family. Yeah, no. yeah. So it, it affects somebody in the class in some way, shape, or form. Um, mm -hmm. So what happens is they decide that their tactic is no longer working. And they start to look backwards to see how people stopped the curse in the past. And there was one particular moment where um, I believe it was his mom. Uh, the main character, I think his name is Sen Kenguchi? Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. 
where his mom was part of the class that survived. Uh, Kuchi, uh, you're talking about the main character, right? Kuchi Sakakibira? Yes. Yeah. Sakaki Bira, yes. Yeah, I actually found an English version of the anime, so. Oh, nice. Man, you should have told me. Yeah. <laughs> it made it so much easier. <laughs> but there was one moment uh, where they stopped the calamity halfway through the year during summer break. Um, and they want to know how it was stopped. Because before you couldn't stop it. You just let it run its course and the people who survived, survived. Those who didn't, didn't. Um, uh-huh. So these class found a way to stop it halfway through. Um, and it was uh, the class that his mom was a part of, but his mom passed away. Uh, so right. they obviously can't ask her. And everybody else who was in that class, like his aunt, and uh, any of the other classmates don't remember what happened because, of course, it, it erases alters. your memory. It yeah. alters your memory of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but they found out that there was one person who says that he saved everybody. Um, and it was one of his aunt's classmates who was also in the class with, with his mother. So they go out and try to find this person. And obviously, they eventually find him. but he doesn't remember. He knows that he stopped it somehow, and he left a clue about how to stop it, but he doesn't know where he left the clue. Um, so they believe that if they leave the town that they're in, they are no longer part of the curse. Um, which is true. It which is true in a way. If you leave yeah. in time, you can prevent from dying. But what we notice in the anime, if something happens to you that causes you to stall your death, even if you leave, you still will die. Yeah, so uh, the one thing we forgot to mention was um, they believe that the curse started when he started talking to Misaki. Um, And we find out that that's not the case because he's a transfer student, so already some people suspected him because he's a transfer student. Yeah. Yeah. and there's also a moment in, in the story where I was also like, okay, if you know how the curse works, why would you transfer a student to that class knowing what it's going to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody in that administration and in that school knows. So why would you transfer a student into that class? It was stupid, I think, from, from the principal and everybody involved in that situation. Yeah. But they find out, or him and Misaki find out, that the curse actually started a month before the first official death. Which uh, was in April, and he came to school in May. Yeah, so that's yeah. how they know for a fact that he's not the one. But it was her cousin who died. Um, but they thought that she just died, that she wasn't part of it, because they had already decided she was going to be the girl who doesn't exist, the, the classmate who doesn't exist. But yeah. still her cousin died. And her cousin's uh-huh. name was Masaki, who is also the name of the person who essentially started the curse. Yeah. Um, so they also automatically believe that Masaki is actually the person who doesn't exist. Um, so they find out that the curse had started already and it wasn't anything that anybody did. They followed all the rules. But the curse still happened. Um, and I thought it was genius the way they did it because there is 
a specific reason why the curse started when they did everything correctly. And we get to that at the end, um, which I'll get to when we get to the end, actually. I thought it was brilliant. The revelation I thought was brilliant. Um, but yeah, so they find out that, you know, it happened earlier. So they decide, you know, they, they try to find this guy and it was on the beach when they're having fun on because every anime has to have a beach episode. Um, (laughs) you know, he comes to the beach because he knows their aunt. So she left a message at the, um, reception desk at the hotel he works at. He comes and that's where they kind of think that the curse doesn't um, work if you leave. But it still does because they find out that the person who died at the beach got hurt before he left the city. So essentially he was still infected by the curse. Um, He had a concussion and he essentially blacked out while swimming for a beach ball and he died in the ocean. He essentially drowned and the boat ran his ass over. Um, Let's just can we just say that these deaths remind me of the death similar to Final Destination? Yeah, yeah. we can say that because <laughs> it's true. Um, it I say that, but I've never watched a Final Destination movie. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Yeah, but in that death, he remembers. Uh, he remembers that he hit something in the classroom, but it's in the old wing when the classroom was part of an older part of the building. Um, yeah. So, are, uh, the him, Masaki, and one of their other friends, uh, they stay after school to try to find what exactly it is that he hid that helps them stop what happened. And once they discover, they find a tape player or a tape, and the technology is so old, they have to go and look for an actual tape recorder to play it. Which yeah. I thought was pretty interesting. But they play the tape, and again, they do something really cool where they show you kind of a flashback of, you know, what was going on during that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was really well done. Like you said, the music was creepy. His narration was creepy because it was, like, super, like, dark. Yeah. The way he was talking and stuff. But... Eventually, they thought they can, on their school trip during summer break, they went to a shrine, and they pretty much prayed that their class be saved from the curse Uh or the calamity. And they thought it worked. And on the way back from the shrine, one kid gets struck by lightning. Is the only kid who had an umbrella, so they took it as a coincidence. Oh, he had an umbrella, so it attracted the lightning, so he got hit. But everybody got scared, started running. One, one fall off a cliff, yeah. Yeah, yeah one runs off, off a cliff and dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that he got into a fight with another student. And as they fought, he accidentally killed the student. So there are three deaths during this encounter. Um, and he hid the death. Like, he didn't tell anybody because he was afraid. Obviously, you just murdered somebody. Who would want to say that, especially if you're a junior high student? Um, yeah. So he hides it, and then eventually he notices nobody's asking about this kid. So he goes back to see maybe, you know, he survived, went to the hospital or something, and he sees that his body is gone. 
and then he asked the other students uh, if they've seen him and nobody knows who the hell they're talking about, but he still remembers it. And that's when he realizes that he killed the person who's not real. He killed yeah. essentially the ghost, which stopped the calamity from happening. And mm-hmm. that's what he tells them on the tape is you have to kill the one that isn't real. The dead have to remain dead or the dead have to be sent back to death or something like that. Um, Which is something I figured was going to be the big thing. Like you have to kill them to solve the curse, but how do you know who it is? Yeah. How you know who it is? Yeah. Um, So yeah, uh, up to that point, anything you guys want to add up to this point? It's, Let's let's talk about some some certain characters, and the mm-hmm. one that stands out to me is the girl, the Azuki. I I feel she's pointless because she was made as the countermeasure to stop from people, to stop people from dying. She acts all tough and mighty, and she knows what she's doing. But under her leadership, people will still die. And I feel she had a useless. A useless objective. True, but I, I, I see it in this way. Like, okay, if they would have told him at the start, this is what's going on, don't talk to this person. Who the hell would actually believe them when they told you that? If you've never been in this town, you're just coming off the boat or whatever, and somebody tells you, this person isn't real, don't talk to them, or everybody's going to die. I feel like her job is insanely impossible, impossible to do. <laughs> that's at least my defense. They, yeah, but, right away but when on. they was talking, when they was talking to the librarian, the librarian explained to her that oh, she volunteered to take this job, knowing that she that she knew what she was doing, and obviously mm-hmm. she don't. That's that's my problem with her. And like like I said, I don't know her full story. I I can't justify her full story because they said her story is altered from the novel and the manga. So there's different things that she went through that they didn't put in anime. So I have to give her the benefit of the doubt, but from what I seen, I was like, okay, you just have a useless, you just have a useless character. I'm sorry. That's just mm-hmm. how I feel about it. The other characters, other, it's like, it's so many characters that you can't really focus on all of them because most of them end up dying. It was like the main ones that was really just focused on finding out the truth and how to stop it. Yeah, there's, and, I think, like, the 24 people. I think there's 24 people in the class. And I think only two of them that died during this whole process up until leading up to the last two episodes, you actually really knew or gave a shit about. Everybody else was kind of there who died. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... By the way, I was going to add in... That's the most unrealistic part of the whole anime. I can believe the ghost people that can kill people. I believe the magic nonsense of how they've got to make sure that this person doesn't talk to. But 24 people in one class? That's a little low. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. <laughs> so it, it, it gets to a point where, like Gary said, Gary said, they found a tape, they know what to do, and they feel they need to recreate what the previous class did was go back to that 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 shrine and pray and see if things would will help. And you know, 
they, they get there, they, you know, they're trying to have fun. They all at the dinner table. Izuki, she gets up as a countermeasure. She's telling the whole class that May needs to apologize because this is her fault. And May gets up and tells her, why should I apologize? Because what you really think this will make a difference. And they kind of side in. Well, they don't wait. Hold on, because I'm, I'm 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 backtracking first. They they didn't finish the tape yet. They finished the tape after the dinner on how to um how stop to the yeah stop the clapping. I, I jumped ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and then they then they realized that this. I think this is when the massacre started. Because that's when they found out that other people also listened to the tape on how to stop it, and they feel that May yeah. was the extra was let's, the person that needed to die. Let's lead into that for a second. Let's let's backtrack a little bit. Okay, just a little bit. Um, before we do, Ben, anything else you want to add before we get to the ending of? Nah, this? did you finish I, it? By the way? No, I didn't finish it. Nah, so it took me a okay while to you... find it. So, but yeah, I, I don't mind. Yeah, it took me a while to find a version of it that I could watch because, as I said, it wasn't on Crunchyroll. So, I even used okay. the phone app to try and search through because I couldn't find an alphabetical list on the website, but I did find it on the phone app and I looked through it and there was nothing there. So, so and if you Googled what? it on uh, another, another Crunchyroll, it would then pop up and say, not available in your country. I'm like, oh, what do I pay my money for? Okay, so let's backtrack a little bit. So we believe that only the students are affected by the curse. We find out that isn't true either because their teacher yeah, he committed suicide. kills himself. So they feel yeah. like he couldn't handle the stress of teaching the class because of all the shit, and he killed himself. We and come then to we find out, out that he killed his mother first. He killed his mother first, who was very sick and already dying, but he kind of finished the job. He came to the class and killed himself with a knife. There's blood and shit everywhere. Very gruesome. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So they took it as, okay, faculty is also affected. And we know also that uh, the main character's aunt is a teacher at the yeah. school as well. She's part mm-hmm. of the faculty. So he's automatically worried for her as well now. And we know the librarian was also uh the teacher he, yeah he was the original teacher from the previous uh, 26 class 26 years ago uh yeah. when it all started and he was too afraid to essentially leave the area leave the school because he felt guilty that he helped start the curse along with everybody else mm-hmm. um so everybody can be in, affected by this as long as they're in that class um so yeah they get to this big freaking resort at the shrine, it's like a nice huge inn that's a giant mansion or a hotel. I would want to stay there because it looks awesome. Um, so yeah, they they have the dinner. She says to her, "You should apologize." And I felt that was absolutely bullshit because she did everything she was supposed to do. It's not her yeah. fault that you didn't tell him not to talk to her. Yeah, <laughs> she did absolutely nothing wrong. And let's face it, like. That sucks. You're pretty much telling her to never exist ever again. Like, to be a loner her whole life. That's bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. But she does apologize, even though it doesn't really do anything, because right as she apologizes, another student has an episode. Um, yeah, he has an asthma attack. Asthma. 
He's having an asthma attack. His inhaler is mysteriously empty. So the librarian decides to drive him to the hospital. So he leaves with this kid. Mm-hmm. And yes, they that's when they go back and they listen to the tape, and that's where they find out um you have to kill um the 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 ghost. The yeah, the ghost, yeah. Um so they all go to their room, and one thing we learned about Masaki is she has a fake eye. Uh-huh. And this eye somehow allows her to see an aura around a person that tells them if they're dead. Oh, my God. This is the problem I had with this character. She, I had a very big problem with this as well. She is, first of all, I love her in the beginning. She's mysterious. She doesn't like to talk. She doesn't like to use cell phones. She pops it in and out when she wants to. Then you tell me that you have this ability to see the dead. So you mean to tell me from the very beginning you could have stopped it, but we're gonna get to it. Here's the thing: not to. No, this is why I feel like it's the revelation of who the person, the the dead person actually is, is so brilliant because it all makes sense of why she never said anything. Because. I'll get to it, but she has the eye, and she tells him, that's how I know for a fact that you're not the one, as she tells him, the main character. Um, Because the eye, she sees the aura, he's not dead. And he asks her, do you know who is? And she says, I do. And right as she's about to tell him, their other friend barges in and tells them that he's killed his childhood friend. Um, Because he thinks that he was the one who was the one that was dead because he asked them a bunch of questions and he couldn't remember stuff from their past. Uh, so they got into an altercation and he pushed them off of the balcony and he fell like two feet. Not two feet. I think it was like 12 feet, he said. Yeah. 12 or 20 feet. Um, and they decide that you probably won't die from that fall. We should go and make sure he's actually dead. And as they get downstairs, he's that's right. when they notice um one other kid was stabbed he's like crawling begging for help um and he tells bar to go to the lounge the the the, i think it was the dining the dining room the dining room table set the room so he peeks in and he sees the owner stabbed up and the whole thing's on fire so they get back and he asks them did you find uh that your childhood friend. He's like, no, he's not there. And that's when pretty shit much everything goes <laughs> shit crazy. In, in the worst way shit I've ever seen developed story-wise. <laughs> this is why I hated these last two episodes. Like the, the the second to last episode, halfway through, was really good when they find out how to, to stop it. But it's yeah. the stuff that happens afterwards where we start to get small glimpses of one of the other kids who had the tape, um, he decided to play it for um, that one girl that you dislike. What was Izuki, her name? Azuki and the other girl with, the, I think, the glasses. Yeah, who is just like her groupie, apparently. Yeah. It's a character who didn't do anything throughout the whole show. She just decided to show up in this last episode. And he plays the tape for her, for the two of them. And then we get another scene prior to everything that happened where 
this girl in the glasses is telling uh, Mizuki that she knew Masaki and Masaki never had a, a, a an iPad. Yeah. Um, because we find out also that her cousin is actually her, her sister. Twin, twin sister. Mm-hmm. They were twins. Which her parents didn't want to want them to know about for whatever reason. It was a really messed up reason. I actually don't remember what it was. I just thought it was messed up. But something about like she lost her child, so they decided well, to give one of her, theirs to her, her. Well, the mother had two. They they had you know the twin daughters, and then the the mother's sister had a daughter, but the sister died, which was actually Masaki's cousin. And because the mother's depressed, she gave May to the sister because she didn't want her to have the same name being Masaki Masaki. Her last name was also Masaki. That's why she gave May to the sister. Yeah, that whole part, that whole thing was very confusing. Yeah, so because of that, she automatically decides to believe that Masaki is actually the person who isn't real because the Masaki she knew when she was younger never had an iPad. This was like a year ago. Yeah. Why does she have an iPad? Why does he, you know, what's going on? So. (laughs) Which we now know why she keeps the iPad covered. Yes, because of the fake eye. Um, so they all meet up in the hall uh, on the second floor, and she pretty much tries to kill Masaki, the girl in the glasses. She's already raged out. Yep. She fails, um, and she runs away. And she gets on the intercom and decides to tell everybody on the intercom that Masaki is the one and the only way to stop the curse is to kill the person who is already dead. So out of the blue, everybody comes out of their door and they are just in murder mode right away. <laughs> like just randomly went into this emotion of, of blood and destruction. Yeah. And they all start trying to kill her. And then the guy who fell off the balcony didn't apparently hear the intercom, so he just starts killing everybody one by one, hoping he gets the right one. Wait, wait, before we get into let's just let's can we backtrack to that death where Kurosawa uh, pushed the girl and he runs and they get off the balcony and then she slips and the way she falls, oh my oh, god, yeah, right on her <laughs> Oh man, that was most, uh, that was to me the most brutal death I've seen throughout them all, all of them. The way she, her back, uh, oh, God, that, that yeah, go on. Go on. Yeah, it was pretty gruesome. But yeah, so, like yeah. you were saying. Because um, he feels, he feels that if I can't find the person, and I know it's not me, I'm just going to kill everybody. Yeah, so he's just stabbing people one by one, just killing them. He's like, do you remember this person? Yes, I guess that was the wrong one. So he tries to kill somebody else. I was like, what is happening? And everybody... Just goes into blood drive and psycho yeah. mode for no goddamn reason. Yeah. Like it's so unrealistically bad that they just go into this phase where they feel no guilt. They're not even trying to stop themselves. They're okay with murdering each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get like they're stressed out. They know their class is shit, but there is no possible way that all of them will feel the exact same way and just start killing each other. 
especially in junior high. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they start fighting, and eventually uh, Masaki is cornered in a stairwell by um, that girl with the glasses. Yep. And as she tries to kill her, she tangles herself up in a whole bunch of wires and dies. She pretty much hangs yep. herself. Then hang, yeah, hangs herself. Yep. And the other girl, her friend, Azuki, yeah, uh, thinks that, that sees it made, and thinks that Masaki my, yeah, yeah. So then she goes crazy and starts trying to kill her before she was trying to defend her. Um, yeah. During this whole thing, and then she saw that and like, no, I have to kill her. So all this is going on. People are dying left and right. The the hotel owner's wife is insane. She's yeah, trying that, to that made no sense to me. No sense. Yeah, because she's not any way part of the whole the, the the class, and it only affects people from the class and their relatives. So why are they all of a sudden infected? By yeah. The um so a bunch of people die in these in these last two episodes i think they pretty much kill i think 12 12 students died yeah about yeah out of i think the remaining was like 18 yeah by the time they we got to this point mm-hmm. um so at the end of it it's um i keep forgetting her name the, the, Azuki, yeah. yeah. She is pretty much trying to kill Mai. She encounters her at the stairwell. They fight. Um, the stairway collapses with the two of them and the main character. Yeah. And they start fighting each other while Masaki is kind of in the background. And out of nowhere, there's apparently some crazy lightning storm just striking the building like a billion times. <laughs> <laughs> And it hits the glass, uh, the the windows, and the windows shatter, and they just fly at them, and somehow miss everybody except Mizuki. Where they, you know, they they did a little flashback where she was running and she falls, and you know, Kurosawa helps her up, and then you know she got stabbed and pale, and then I don't know, I I I didn't really understand her story. I I kind of forgot because she feels like she met him before and she asked him do you remember me and she says i don't this is not this is not this this is the second time she did that flash we saw that flashback and we know exactly why because once we get to the revelation what this is where i feel the story was brilliant but terribly done when it came to this massacre like this massacre ruined the entire story yep yep because Mm -hmm. we see finally how misaki can see the dead because we see it around um that girl as she's dying because she's impaled by a whole bunch of glass so she's dying yeah and we see this purple aura so we know that's the aura of the dead it's like this dark black purple aura because she's dying and then he collapses and eventually he wakes up he sees that Masaki's not there and somehow is able to call her on the cell phone. <laughs> the cell phones didn't work at all during this whole time, though, by the way. But in the worst possible time, he's able to call her on the cell phone. She answers, of course. And oh, she tells him that she has to, to finish. She's telling him not to, not to come. 
Yeah. Like, obviously, she tells him him not to come because he's not going to like essentially what he finds out. Mm -hmm. And he decides to not listen and he goes. And this is where we find out who the person is. And we find out that the person who is not real is actually his aunt. Who's been in the show the whole time since the first which, episode? Which is crazy that I didn't piece it, and I, 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 I'm mad that I didn't piece it because they said it as one of the clues that she was the only assistant, that she was the only assistant to a teacher that throughout the whole school, like she was the only oh, assistant that's teacher. That's not the only clue. They were yeah, throwing clues out yeah. left and right, and we just didn't connect. I didn't connect them until I, I actually realized. Yeah. And it was brilliantly done. And this is where everything for me starts to make sense. Because she tells him, you know, she tries to explain to him how she knows that she's not real. And it's not because of the eye. She knows that she's dead because she saw saw her get murdered. Yeah. Like two years ago. Which is also the time when they say, um, he came back to town, but he doesn't remember. That's how that girl recognized him. When she kept asking, are you sure you weren't here? Because he was there. He was there for her funeral. Yeah. And she kicked that can, and that can hit him in the head, and that's how they first met. But he never remembered because and his then, memory was altered because she and came then, back. And I didn't understand what the, I think it was the grandfather. I didn't understand what he was saying. They said, oh, my poor, um, my poor rail, I'm tired of funerals. Like, what did he mean by this? And it's not something you catch on. Even the bird, the bird constantly talked about how he misses her. Everything is going to be okay when she's right there. And you never catch on to this. The bird, it just mimics what you say. Um, There's so many moments where they told you what was happening, but you never caught on. This is like when she wrote on the desk, who is dead? Like she, she looked at everybody and everybody was alive. She never looked at his aunt. Because his aunt was always in the faculty room. And they never assumed that a staff member could also come back as one of the people. Mm -hmm. This is why the killing started before anybody knew that they started. Because the class was already full. It had nothing to do with how many students there were. There is too many students plus two faculty members in the class. Yeah. Um, And I thought it was brilliant. Because in a way, they explained it why she wasn't able to see and tell him right away. She probably only noticed it and figured it out later. Um, and she didn't want to tell him for obvious reasons. His aunt, he would never believe her. And she tries to prove it to him yeah. uh, right at the end there. And, you know, eventually he believes her and he kills his own aunt. And everything returns to normal. After and... 16 or 12 deaths. <laughs> yeah. And the process repeats because the the people that listen to the the two of the students who listen to tape recorded the tape to prepare the next three A class when this happens again, and that's how it really ends. It kind of sucks that they don't really explain the curse. Yeah, I don't. It, there, yeah. Like yeah. why, how they, you know, none of that is really explained. It's just something that's there. You have to figure it out. They have to deal with it. But. Yeah. 
the revelation that it was his end was so incredible yeah. to me because yeah. I never guessed it. Yeah, Even I... he gave me so many clues all the time. And this is why I loved the story in the show because they explained everything. Yeah. When it comes to their case, at least. Yeah. It explains why this girl who can see a dead aura was never able to see the dead aura and tell you who it was so early on in the show because she never saw it. She only looked at the students. She never considered a faculty member mm -hmm. up until the end. Um, so, yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that part, but those last two episodes, that massacre was just so. Yeah, horrible. that made no sense. That no that massacre, it made no sense. It was pointless. Like I, I lost, I, I, I lost interest. The only reason I finished it because I was like, I like, I need to know who the dead person is. But I lost interest because you started off good with the mystery, the the ignorance of the girl. Now ignoring him because like, okay, all of a sudden I'm being ignored. Like, okay, now you're teaming up to find what's going on and then you have this build up okay you finally got the key answer and then you want to end it with this massacre of killing people you, you, like for no reason like that 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 turned me off and that's why yeah i, I agree that 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 was his point yeah so yeah that was another thoroughly enjoyed it for the most part um at first, I went to it, it was like, oh, they're probably going to have some random psychic character who can talk <laughs> to the dead. We're going to throw it out, all out of proportion. But in, for, in all fairness, I felt like it was a very grounded horror story, I felt. Like it's mm -hmm. something you would see in an Asian horror movie where it's essentially grounded. Um, mm -hmm. Outside of the fact of the one supernatural element where she can see a dead aura, um, which... There's still also a little ground. There are some people who say they can see an aura around people, but it's whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But outside of those moments, um, yeah, the revelation of who it actually was, I thought was really well done, and how mm -hmm. they they went, you know, they had the flashbacks of all the moments where they gave you the hints, you know, and then you're like, holy shit, you know, those were hints. That's awesome. Yeah, that that yo, that pissed me off. I was like, God damn! I wanted to figure it out before I got to the end, but no, I couldn't. I, I didn't get it until the actual end, and it was crazy that they. She also said that when we're in class, don't call me by you know, don't call me, don't call me by my name, like the name that you know me. Not call me by what's her last name? Me, Makaki, right? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. I was like, oh, oh I, I just took it as being professional. Like, okay, she's your aunt. You don't want to talk, talk to her. Like, you know, she's at home with you, hanging out. You want to address her professionally because you're in a professional environment. And that's why she wanted that to happen. But still, they, it, 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 <laughs> it was just crazy. It is crazy. Um, I loved it. Like I said, I'm I'm still iffy on it because like I don't like that. I feel it would it should have been stretched out more with more classrooms. It would have gave it they gave it more for them to search other other students besides the three A. I I need to find this novel and and this manager to start reading it because they they said like there's over five hundred five hundred chapters and there's no word for season two. So I'm mad 
that we had this one because this obviously because this could go on more than one season. They could definitely stretch this out. I don't know if they're gonna do that. I hope they do because this is an interesting story. Um, the plot was good. Like I said, the the certain characters I didn't care for. The deaths was the craziest thing. Like the the one that falls in the box. The 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 knife, the umbrella. Oh man, those 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 some crazy some crazy deaths. Um. I find it weird that May lives in the dollhouse. Well, a person that did that shit was creepy as shit. <laughs> that, that was a creepy shit, but the plot. The plot is what sells you. It the, the explanation is just crazy. So I'm gonna give it eight an eight and a half just because of the plot. Like I said, characters and not knowing the full detail of the story because they changed some so much thing, they altered so much thing. I don't really I can't really grasp, like, get a feel of the characters because Izuki, I know for sure that her, 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 that's not her real death. Like, I, I know, I read in the, I was reading this article that in the magma and the, and the novel that she doesn't die by glass. I'm not going to say she dies. She has, like, different iterations of how she dies. So I would like to read and see how she dies. But, um. Sure. Like I said, I need to get more feel of the characters. Like this is just like a basic rush moment because you know it's shortened to twelve episodes. But this, I I feel this is something I need to watch again just because I miss so much with these little clues. But I still will watch it after I find this novel and read majority of the magma just to re see if I've noticed anything different when I watch the end. But I'm giving it eight and a half. Yes. Uh, what about you, Ben? I know you didn't finish it, but from our description of everything and what you did watch, what would you... Uh... I'm not a big fan of that twist at the end, but I kind of, I guess I saw it, kind of. Um, I always found that girl with the second eye a little bit strange and that she was covering... I know she said she wasn't really hiding anything, but I always felt something was up. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah I'm yeah, i going to have to go finish the watch the rest of it. Because though you described it, it's not the same as watching it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will have to watch it. Yeah. Understand. Understand. Um, I would also give it probably an eight and a half. Um, I was really into it. Like, from start to about that end, I was mm-hmm. really into it. I binged it in one day. So. Damn. Yeah, I was really into that into that show. I was like, damn, this is. Because I, I, those are the kind of animes I want to watch more. I want to watch more of those grounded animes where I don't deal with some psycho superpowered kid or like the typical tropes of anime characters, right? This guy's super cocky. This guy's a dick, you know, yeah. she just flashes her boobs everywhere and gets what she wants. You know, it felt to me like a very grounded and entertaining anime that way. Um, and those are the kinds I want to watch more, especially when it comes to the horrors. Like I love that this one was a horror anime without a demon or some random ass monster killing everybody, you know, that they have to show, you know, it was supernatural in that way. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed that anime. I, I want there to be more of these animes. If you know more of these animes, please tell me. Cause I, these are the ones I want to watch. Seriously. Yeah. But it's just the, the, the massacre just was so yeah. bad. Cause yeah. like, I would have I been okay with it. If I saw it coming, if like the characters were displayed, some sort of behavior that would lead to that, but none of them did. 
It just mm -hmm. randomly decides to happen. And I'm supposed to care that these characters are killing each other now. <laughs> when yeah. they, I didn't even know their name up until that episode. So, yeah, uh, I would give it an eight and a half as well. So, yeah, another. Watch it, read it. I want to read it too. I think I'm going to go find some some manga right now of it. Yeah. Go. I want to know. I want to know the difference. I want to know if they actually explain the curse and how it works and why it happened. Yeah. So. Alrighty, uh, Ben, it's your turn. Yes, I'm currently looking at the animes. <laughs> I know you want to recommend some raunchy big titty one. <laughs> <laughs> You're more Chris than Chris's these days. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we need a Chris on the show. She, she oh, how, we, oh, how about this? This looks creepy. Yeah. Oh, creepy. No, creepy. In a weird way. Listen to me, girls. I'm your father. I knew it. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn it. Utah, a college this it's on Crunchyroll, of course. Utah, a college student, suddenly becomes a guardian of the three nieces in place of his sister and her husband. The eldest niece Sora is a fourteen-year-old in middle school with a semi-longish brown hair, de 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 decorated with a ribbon. Mm. Listen to me, girls. I'm your father. <sighs> <laughs> I take it Gary Cena's already. I've never even heard of it. Oh, that's not <laughs> like you did. This is a title. I knew who was going to go for something weird. <laughs> At this point, I think you can just go to Google, type in random words, and it'll pop up with some anime with that title. Look, I was scrolling <laughs> the harem section of Crunchyroll. This, really? <laughs> this is why? <laughs> Issues. No wonder Sony didn't want to buy it. Look, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I could have got another magical more girls. Reading. More reading for Gary. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my choice of anime. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm. As soon as that Dragon Maid series comes back out, I'm picking that because I like the first one we watched. We watched season one before, and season two has now been delayed to next year because everything that's been going on. No. Uh, Miss Kobashi's right. dragons made. Listen to me, girls. I'm your father. That is our anime. It's been uh, worse if it be called "Listen to me, I'm your daddy." Father, <laughs> <laughs> here you said daddy. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder hmm. Google corrected me. <laughs> take me to Pornhub or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't search daddy in the title. I'll take you to Pornhub. No, no, no. <laughs> God damn. Uh, alrighty, Ben, shout outs. How can they reach you? I'd like to shout out to Gary, as always, for hosting an amazing podcast. Alfonso, uh, I'd like to shout out to everyone that listens. Thank you for listening. We'll be back and yeah, oh, you can contact me at Jan Scotchley. Alfonso? 
Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Thank you for having me on. Um, like I said, I will keep y'all guys updated. I will find this novel and this manga, read more, and tell y'all if there's any difference from this week's recommendation. As for my sister, we're not done yet. We're gonna we're gonna have this discussion over again between self because I'm I'm not taking that loss. Can um, we have her on the podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. I I gotta see if she will offer, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she'll say yes. Um, Yay! On Twitter at Alishan Seven. All right. I'll, I'll give you a button to mute Gary if he says anything weird to her. Wow! <laughs> I'm the host. You can't mute me. <laughs> I'm the editor. <laughs> you can reach me on Twitter at Gugglaush. That's G A G L A U S H. Um, shout out to you guys as well. Thank you for joining me, Alfonso. Thank you for the very cool recommendation. I really enjoyed that. Let's yeah, this pervy anime is just as good, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> What if it's better? It won't be better, but still. <laughs> Man, you never know. It might surprise me. <laughs> Alrighty. For me, from you guys, we're done. It's a wrap. Go watch anime for $1.5 billion. Bye, everyone. <laughs>